Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online Masters of Social Work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Live from a bunker in the heart of the Ozarks, a podcast that picks amazing things over other amazing things, it's Sif Pop. Welcome to Sif Pop Weekly, streaming live most Fridays or available to download later in your podcast feed. Unless, of course, you're a patron. Patrons get those perks. I'm your host, Aaron Dicer, and each week we chat about movies, TV, and whatever else from the pop culture universe is on our minds. And this week, what is on our minds, my mind specifically, is I gotta get my ballot done for the Critics' Choice Awards. Uh, As you hear this, they will have already happened, probably. Unless you're a member, you may get this the night they are happening, if I uh, understand the release schedule properly. Um, and in fact, I may encourage, since I'm recording this a little ahead of time, maybe for members we'll pop this out on Saturday before the show on Sunday, um, but then it'll drop for everybody else uh, after the show has happened. So you may be hearing this after the Critics' Choice Awards have already done their thing on the CW every year, um, and you'll get to compare my random thoughts and considered choices against what the rest of my voting body has decided uh, will be the case. Excited to go there again this year and to hang out and see the awards live. Um, I It's always one of my favorite parts of the year. As is doing this ballot thing, just started it last year and thought it went well. People said they really enjoyed hearing my stream of conscious ramblings stream of consciousness ramblings or my stream of being conscience con conscience being conscience. No, my conscience is, you know what stream of consciousness conscious being conscious is not the same as having a conscience and stream of consciousness is what it is. Not stream of consciousness. Anyhow, I'm glad we went through that. Uh, speaking of ramblings. So yes, I'm just going to, as I vote, talk about why I'm voting for what I'm voting for and kind of let you in on a little behind the scenes. Uh, didn't, didn't hear anybody from the officials say that this is a bad idea. I think it actually promotes how thoughtful and considered uh, our members can be as they make these, these decisions. And I think that's important. I really love our voting body, the Critics' Choice voting body. I am with many of these people uh, on different events, uh, at the awards each year, and getting to know them has, in my mind, solidified that I can't imagine a more committed, better film literate group 
to talk about movies in this way and say, hey, what do we want to award, put up on a pedestal and say, here's a thing that was made really well. We're going to rank it above everything else. Awards get a little bit of a bad rep, I think, sometimes because they are, uh, it's taking art and making it a competition, but you don't have to see it that way. We can see it as a celebration of all these things. The competition element is there. It's kind of intrinsically built into picking something above something else, but it doesn't have to mean like this is the only thing worth seeing. I like to think it of think of it as a way to go. Here is the head highlight. Here's what we're highlighting at the top of the class. So that's that's what my goal will be in doing this. Um, I'll go through some of my thinking as we go through this. Um, and, uh, this is my 10th awards, 11th, 10th or 11th time going to this. It's been over a decade. I have tenure. I've got CCA tenure, baby. Um, and I absolutely adore, uh, being a part of this group. So excited to do it again. All right, here we go. Uh, I'm going to go from the, the lower categories to the upper categories, um, just up the ballot. So we'll start down at the bottom of the ballot and work our way up to the top of the ballot, finishing with best picture will be the final thing I vote on in this ballot. If you have any questions, comments, things that you want to know, please hit me up via whatever is the easiest way for you to do so. Um, you may be able to message me on Blue Sky. I'm not interacting on Twitter, the artist formerly known as Twitter, uh, very much these days. Uh, so you can hit me up on Blue Sky if you're there, or you can email feedback at sifpop.com it always works and if you're a member you can just message me in the the patreon membership as well uh, with any thoughts questions those kind of things excited to do this hope you enjoy it we're going to get into it let's start getting into the awards best score is the first award we're looking at. The nominees are uh, Jerskin Fendrix for Poor Things, Michael Giacchino for Society of the Snow, Ludwig Gurinson for Oppenheimer, Daniel Pemberton for Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, Robbie Robertson for Killers of the Flower Moon, and Mark Ronson and Andrew Wyatt for Barbie. This is a two-person race, in my opinion, for my votes. Now, again, I will say this right off the bat. This is me voting for what I think should win. This is not a prediction of what's going to win. Um, I think I end up voting for things that win about 60 to 70% of the time. That feels about where I land. Uh, somebody could do that math, I'm sure. Um, but this to me comes down to the Society of the Snow soundtrack. Michael G uh, Giacchino is uh, amazing. Uh, Oppenheimer Ludwig Gorenson is also incredible. That Oppenheimer score has stayed with me the most so I'm voting for Ludwig in this. Uh, Ludwig Gorenson gets my vote for Oppenheimer for best score. Best song, Dance the Night Away, Barbie. I'm Just Ken, Barbie, What I Was Made For, Barbie. That's right, three Barbie songs in the best song category. Peaches, the Super Mario Brothers, uh, Road to Freedom, Rustin, and This Wish from Wish. I will not be voting for anything from the movie This Wish, uh, from the movie Wish, I should say. This Wish actually is not a terrible song, but uh, I will not be voting for that. Um, I get Peaches is fun, guys. I'm not voting for it for, for best song. It's not the best song that was written for a movie. It's just not. It's just fun. Um, and uh, Road to Freedom is good, but uh, cannot, to me, beat the Barbie choices. Uh, I think what I love about the Barbie choices is they are the fun of Peaches, but also with a lot of meaning and meat to them. 
Um, Dance the Night, probably the least so. I'm Just Ken, the second least so in what I was made for. Probably the most meaningful of these songs, but doesn't have the fun element. Guys, I'm voting for I'm Just Ken from Barbie. I think that is the best song written specifically for a movie this year. I think it's a blast. I think it's powerful. I think it's saying something about the movie, and I think it's meaningful. I'm Just Ken from Barbie gets my vote for best song. Splitting the Barbie vote. Watch it happen, and then Rustin will win. I don't know. Best foreign language film. I, you know, I should mention, by the way, I mentioned splitting the vote, those kind of things. I am a singular voter. When I say that, I mean I don't take into consideration, oh, this this person, you know, it's time to award them. I am I am genuinely trying to pick the best of things as I see it. Uh, so I try not to factor in all those other things that you hear people talk about with the award shows, like, you know, oh, they haven't won one yet. Oh, they already got theirs, you know, that kind of stuff. I just, I don't like to play that game. Best foreign language film. I have seen all of these, uh, anatomy of a fall. Excellent. Godzilla minus one. Excellent. Perfect days. Eh, it's all right. It's an, it's an interesting look at, uh, life in, in, uh, the life of a janitor and it's, it's, it's okay. Society of the Snow, amazing. The Taste of Things, terrible. Hated that movie. We can talk about it later. Look, if you, I understand if you love food, it is food porn beginning to end. And yes, I know there's a relation. There's a relationship there too. It's like a, the food is a metaphor for their relationship and the things going on in their lives. Congratulations on congratulations on that idea that has never been done before in the history of movies. How many food movies are a metaphor? Almost all of them. This is just, this is, uh, I, if you like watching food being prepared, boy, are you going to love the taste of things? I did not. I hated it. Uh, it will not be getting my vote. The Zone of Interest um, is a really good movie, but also very different. Um, this comes down to me for uh, Society of the Snow or Anatomy of a Fall. I love Godzilla Minus One. I do not think it's the best foreign language film above those two. Uh, Anatomy of the Fall. Anatomy of a Fall is the best foreign language film, in my opinion. That will get my vote. Best animated feature. One of my favorite categories. I love it so much. Uh, the Boy and the Heron. Amazing. Elemental. Amazing. Nimona. Amazing. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. I have no idea. It's only half a movie. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mutant Mayhem. It's pretty good. Wish. Pretty terrible. Um, so they're kind of in order of amazingness for me here. Uh, it comes down to Nimona, Elemental, or The Boy in the Heron. I think it really comes... Listen, I think Elemental is an amazing movie, but I think Nimona and The Boy in the Heron are the ones I'm really debating between. It's hard to see my way past Miyazaki. He's so good. That That movie is so good. Nimona is also so good. This is a tough one. I think it's the boy in the heron. That is that is the best animated feature of the year. That's what I am voting for. All right, we shall move on to best comedy. All right, you know my opinion here. I'm going to vote for an actual comedy in this. Now you may say Barbie is an actual comedy. Yes, yes it is, but it also could win best picture. Um, I just, I don't know. I like giving things to, I like voting in best comedy for something that that elevates the material of what it is. Uh, this may be the one exception. I've talked about this before to the vote for the best thing rule that I talked about earlier. Um, because in my opinion, it's vote for the best thing that should actually be in this category. American fiction, Barbie, the holdovers and poor things 
have funny parts in them, but that's not what we're talking about here. So I really only have two choices, bottoms or no hard feelings, which I'm glad got nominations so that I would have something to pick from. Um, I'm voting for bottoms here, although no hard feelings is, is really good bottoms for best comedy of the year. Cause it's an actual comedy people. That's what it's doing. Best visual effects. Uh, I've got the creator guardians of the galaxy volume three mission impossible dead reckoning part one Oppenheimer poor things spider-man across the spider-verse this is easy even though there's some great visual effects in these the visual effects in Oppenheimer are mind-blowing the things that he's doing there with uh, the elements and the explosions in the fire um, just some just some real groundbreaking cool stuff so oppenheimer gets my vote for best visual effects best hair and makeup barbie the color purple maestro oppenheimer poor things priscilla uh you're crazy if you don't think i'm voting for maestro in this that makeup work in maestro is so so good um man that i just they nailed every stage of both of those characters lives uh it was so good that you're never distracted by it it just looks like the natural aging of these people uh i have to go with maestro in this poor things is is a decently close second poor things has some really incredible um stuff going on too with what they're doing but uh, that'll come up in the next category uh, a little bit more so i'm voting for maestro for best hair and makeup speaking of the next category best costume design yeah poor things is in here uh holly waddington uh jacqueline west from killers of the flower moon janty yates and david crossman from napoleon also a good choice here uh francine jameson tonchunk uh, Tonchuk from The Color Purple and Lindy Hemming from Wonka and Jacqueline Duran for Barbie. Uh, Barbie is a sneaky great choice here. The costume design in Barbie is amazing. Wonka also good, not quite as good as Barbie. The Color Purple, great stuff going here, not quite as good as Barbie. The costume working, Barbie is so good and different and unique. Poor things, maybe as good as Barbie. It's pretty incredible work in the costuming in Poor Things. Killers of the Flower Moon, great work there. Uh, Napoleon, great work there. But this is Poor Things or Barbie to me. I'm going Barbie. Nope, nope. I'm going Poor Things. Uh, I don't know how to make this decision. These are so close. I think I'm going Barbie. I think the work in Barbie for costume design, I think Poor Things is probably a better overall movie, but I think there's more being done with the bold colors and so many of the characters. I, I think I'm going Barbie on this. There we go. Um, best editing, William Goldenberg for Air, Nick Huey for Barbie, Jennifer Lame for Oppenheimer, Yorgos Mavropsaridis for Poor Things, Thelma Schoonmaker for Killers of the Flower Moon, and Michelle Tessero for Maestro. Maestro has some great editing, but I'm going with Oppenheimer here. Uh, just fabulously edited all the things that they're doing there. Uh, the cut around, I think specifically of the the scene in the stands with the the cutting to the celebration and the destruction and what's going on in uh, Oppenheimer's head. Um, just amazing stuff there. So Oppenheimer gets best editing for me. Best production design, uh, Saltburn, Susie Davies and Charlotte Dierks. Uh, Saltburn's first uh, mentioned in this. Ruth DeJong and Claire Kaufman for Oppenheimer. Jack Fisk and Adam Willis for Killers of the Flower Moon. Sarah Greenwood and Katie Spencer for Barbie. James Price, Shona Heath and Zuzaka Mahalek for Poor Things. 
Adam Stockhouse and Chris Moran, uh, or Moran, excuse me, Asteroid City. Asteroid City is a wonderful choice here. I'm so glad it made our nominations. Uh, the production design on that is a stuff. Like, I almost want to vote for it. It's so good. The only thing keeping me from doing that is the overall production design of poor things is next level just like next level barbie and asteroid city are like we're amazing and poor things is like yeah yeah but hold my everything uh poor things is going to be my vote here just incredible production design cinematography maestro matthew uh libatique rodrigo prieto for barbie also rodrigo prieto for killers of the flower moon robbie ryan for poor things linus sandgren for saltburn and hoyt van hoitema for oppenheimer uh this you might think is another easy one for oppenheimer but i gotta tell you the cinematography in maestro blows my mind and matthew uh libatique is doing some incredible work there i'm actually giving cinematography to maestro over hoyt and um that is by the slimmest of margins because the cinematography in oppenheimer is also incredible but I'm going with Maestro. By the way, the Killers of the Flower Moon uh, pick is not a bad pick, but I'm going with Maestro. That is my vote. Best Adapted Screenplay. Notice you will not see Barbie in here. Barbie is in original screenplay for the CCAs. If only there were rules on this stuff. Anyways, Best Adapted Screenplay. Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. Great nomination. Kelly Freeman Craig, glad it's in there. All of Us Strangers. Andrew Haig, glad it's in there as well. American Fiction, Cord Jefferson, love it. Poor Things, Tony McNamara, love it. Oppenheimer, Christopher Nolan, love it. Killers of the Flower Moon, Eric uh, Roth, and Martin Scorsese. Enjoy that one as well. These are all great choices. For me, this comes down to Oppenheimer, Poor Things, or American Fiction. I would love to have the Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret conversation, but I do not think that screenplay is as, as good as these three screenplays. Maybe going to surprise you on this one. I'm going with Cord Jefferson in American Fiction. I think that is a phenomenal screenplay, the way that it's interplaying the meta stuff with the textual stuff. Uh, I just think is is really, really brilliant and has something uh, something really brilliant to say in the way it's doing things. I think if I were to go one, two, three, it'd be American Fiction, Poor Things, Oppenheimer. I actually think Oppenheimer would be the third best screenplay in this category. American Fiction gets my vote. Best Original Screenplay, uh, May, December, Sammy Burke. Uh, Alex Convery with Air. That's an inspired choice. That is a great screenplay. Bradley Cooper and Josh Singer with Maestro. Greta and Noah. Sorry, Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach with Barbie. David Hemmingson for The Holdovers and Celine Song for Past Lives. Love seeing Past Lives in here for original screenplay. This is a very, very tough category. This is like Holdovers, Past Lives, Barbie, Maestro, it's going to be one of those. Air is almost as good as those, but those four are all just hovering at the top for me. May, December is just not a good movie. I don't, I don't know what everybody's seeing in May, December or what some people, I guess, are seeing in May, December. Um, I just, I do not think it works. Um, aside from the hot dogs line, which is, you know, just classic. So maybe that's why I deserve screenplay for that hot dogs line alone. Uh, no, we're going with Ma Maestro Barbie. The holdovers are past lives. Man, the holdovers is a great screenplay. It's such a great screenplay. I think I'm going holdovers here. I think I'm going holdovers. 
Yeah, if I had to go one through four on those top four that are just the slimmest of margins, I think Holdovers is one. Uh, probably Maestro is two. Barbie three, Past Lives four. But they're all like right up there. So Holdovers gets my vote for best original screenplay. Best Director, Bradley Cooper, Maestro, Greta Gerwig, Barbie, Yorgos Lanthimos, Poor Things, Christopher Nolan, Oppenheimer, Alexander Payne, The Holdovers, Martin Scorsese, Killers of the Flower Moon. What a list of six. Let's go. Um, I'm going to drop out The Holdovers first. Uh, I'm going to drop out Yorgos second. Uh, I'm going to drop out Scorsese third. We are now down to either... Christopher Nolan for Oppenheimer, Greta Gerwig for Barbie, or Bradley Cooper for Maestro. What? Who? Who is the best director? You know what? This is this is this is Bradley Cooper. I think that, I think Maestro is a better directed movie than Oppenheimer. I know that's crazy to say, but I just I think what he's doing there is more impressive than what Christopher Nolan is doing. Um, because I think a lot of the genius in the Nolan stuff is in the screenplay, and a lot of the genius in the the Bradley Cooper is in the direction. I'm ooh, they're so close, they're so close. Uh, yep, I'm voting Bradley Cooper Maestro for best director. That's right, you heard it. I don't care what the internet says. I don't understand this whole try hard thing. Why? Why? How is try hard an insult? I don't get it. Just well, how is somebody like? wanting something or pursuing something a bad thing i i don't i people say desperation bradley cooper has desperation no he just wants something he's going for it like i guess sports players have desperation when they're trying to to win a game i i don't i i don't know i yeah i i love uh bradley cooper's work and i don't understand uh the hesitancy uh with him this year uh best acting ensemble air barbie the color purple the holdovers killers of the flower moon or oppenheimer uh i don't know how you go against oppenheimer here it's an incredible acting ensemble can i tell you something my second pick is actually air i think that crew in air is a great ensemble i think they work really really well together holdovers is a is a two-hander really so I, i i know there are other characters in it um, specifically the Divine Joy Randolph character, which is great, but it's really kind of a two-hander. Color Purple fits in this category well. Um, I just don't think it stands up to the others. Killers of the Flower Moon fits in this category well, but actually the ensemble part of this, of Killers of the Flower Moon, is not the part I love. Um, Barbie is also kind of a two-hander, in my opinion. Um, so it's either Air or Oppenheimer, but it's it's going to be Oppenheimer. I don't know how it's not. Uh, best acting ensemble is Oppenheimer. Best young actor or actress love this category. Abby Ryder Fortson, are you there? God, it's me, Margaret. Great nomination. Ariana Greenblatt, great nomination for Barbie. Calla uh, Lane, uh, that's a good nomination for Wonka. Milo Machado Grainer uh, from Anatomy of the Fall. Dominic Sessa from The Holdovers, that's a great nomination. Madeline Yuna Vols from The Creator. This is either Dominic Sessa or Milo Machado. Um, Anatomy of the Fall or The Holdovers. Who is giving the better performance? Dominic Sessa has more to do and is carrying more of the movie with that amazing performance, but Milo, I think, is doing better work with what he's given. I'm going with Anatomy of the Fall, Milo, is it Machado, Machado, Grainer, 
that is my vote. Best young actor slash actress. Just say actor. It's a non-gender specific category. Just say best young actor. Sorry. It just really annoys me. I really wish, really wish we didn't have to deal with the actress thing. It feels diminishing. Best supporting actress. Speaking of diminishing things to actress, uh, Emily Blunt, Oppenheimer, Daniel Brooks, The Color Purple, America, uh, uh, Ferreira, Barbie, Jodie Foster from Nyad. Uh, By the way, Nyad's first appearance here and last, I think. It's one nomination. Um, It's a good movie. It's a good movie. It's not great, but it's good. And Jodie Foster uh, deserves this nomination, I think. Julianne Moore, May, December, and Divine Joy Randolph, as previously mentioned, in The Holdovers. Uh, Divine Joy Randolph kind of running away with this. I think the best performance of these six people comes down to... Mm. 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 There's some good work going on here. No, I think it is Divine Joy Randolph. I think that's the best performance of these six in supporting. So that is what I'm going with for the holdovers. Best supporting actor. Sterling K. Brown, American Fiction, Robert De Niro, Killers of the Flower Moon, Robert Downey Jr., Oppenheimer, Ryan Gosling, Barbie, Charles Melton, May December, Mark Ruffalo, Poor Things. These are great nominations. I love these performances. Um... I think the best performance of these I'm I am this close and if you could see my fingers I'm holding my thumb and my forefinger my pointer finger really really close together. I am this close this close to tipping over the edge and voting for Sterling K Brown here. He is really really good in American fiction. Like really really good. But it's Robert Downey Jr. In Oppenheimer, uh, I think uh, that is a great performance and um, serves the movie so, so well. Best Actress, Lily Gladstone, Killers of the Flower Moon, Sandra Huller, Anatomy of a Fall, Greta Lee, Past Lives, Carrie Mulligan, Maestro, Margot Robbie, Barbie, Emma Stone, Poor Things. Wow. Emma Stone, Carrie Mulligan, Sandra Huller, and Lily Gladstone just transcendent work Greta Lee Margot Robbie amazing next level work these are these are six amazing performances it comes down to the four transcendent performances for me I don't think it's Lily Gladstone I know she's likely going to win I don't think that performance is as good as Sandra Huller uh, Emma Stone or Carrie Mulligan Um, I don't think that Sandra Huller performance performance quite quite gets to what Emma Stone or Carrie are doing in their movies. It's either Carrie or Emma. This is, I mean, just the closest of margins. Man, those performances are so good. They're both so good. Can I just have a tie? Can I just have a Carrie and Emma tie? Do I have to vote for one of them? Uh, I think Carrie does more. I think that's a broader performance conveys a little more depth and I know that's that's purposeful the stuff Emma's doing is incredible but I think that Carrie performance is better Carrie Mulligan is my vote for Maestro for best actress best actor Bradley Cooper Maestro Leonardo DiCaprio Killers of the Flower Moon Coleman Domingo for Rustin Paul Giamatti for the holdovers Killian Murphy for Oppenheimer and Jeffrey Wright for American Fiction um it's not Leo Coleman Domingo is incredible in Rustin 
Uh, it's not him. Paul Giamatti's incredible of the holdovers. Not him. Uh, Killian Murphy, incredible in Oppenheimer. Not him. I don't think any of those performances, uh, performances are as good as Jeffrey Wright in American Fiction and Bradley Cooper in Maestro. Um, yeah, again, it's Cooper, guys. Guys, it's Bradley. That Maestro performance from Bradley Cooper is just... It's just too good. It's just too good. It's better than all those others. The work that he's doing there, I mean, just for that one scene alone, that directing scene, there's nothing that anybody does that any of those other performers do that is as mind-blowing as the embodiment that he is doing during that that uh, chapel scene, the, um, the orchestra scene. Just incredible stuff. It has to be Bradley Cooper, in my opinion. Uh, best picture, American fiction, Barbie, the color purple, the holdovers, killers of the flower moon, maestro, Oppenheimer, past lives, poor things, Saltburn, not going to be Saltburn, although I did, uh, think Saltburn was fine, um, and really appreciated a lot about it. Uh, it's not going to be past lives, although I really like past lives. Um, it's not going to be killers of the flower moon, although I really like that movie. It's not going to be the color purple and that movie is just fine. Um, it's not going to be Barbie, although I really, really do like Barbie. Uh, it is going to be either American Fiction, Maestro, Oppenheimer, or Poor Things. Those are the four in this list that really battle for me. Coming in at number four on that list for me, for Best Picture, is Poor Things. Coming in at number three on that list for Best Picture is the holdovers coming in at number two on that list for best picture is wait i missed one though i threw the holdovers back in there i got really confused because i've got three left sorry uh dr- dramatic pause as aaron realizes he's miscounted uh, you're probably screaming at me already. Okay, so here's here's where we at. Final three: American Fiction, uh, Maestro, and Oppenheimer. Those are the top three. Coming in at number three is American Fiction. Although I love 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 that movie. Coming in at number two is Maestro, and Oppenheimer is the best picture of the year. Uh, that is an easy vote for me. Although I got to tell you, Maestro is an incredible movie as is American fiction, as are many of those best pictures, but there you go. Those are my votes. They are now submitted. You heard me submit them live. Uh, my ballot is in a couple days early. The awards are on Sunday night at 7 PM on the CW. Again, you may be hearing this after the fact, uh, we'll see if maybe we can release a little bit early. Um, maybe maybe we can release Sunday for everybody this time just to, to get this out. We'll see. I have no I cannot guarantee that. Um, but we'll see what's going on with that. And that'll do it, guys. Uh, thank you as always for hanging out with Sif Pop. Really appreciate you here. Uh, if you want to uh, to search for anything else with the Studio DNA Podcast Network, you can do that by searching Studio DNA in your podcast player. It'll give you a list of the different podcasts on the network. Uh, big thanks to producer Phil for producing this show. Always appreciate you. Much love and gratitude to our members. Thank you for those who go to Patreon and support. Throw a couple bucks towards Sif Pop every month to keep us being able to do this. Doing the website at SifPop.com. Really, really appreciate it. Um, you can do that at patreon.com slash Sif 
Lots of ways to connect with us. Feel free to leave a comment, a rating, or a review at Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen. Uh, you can also email feedback at sifpop.com. And finally, if you're having a good time, your movie-loving friends will probably like the show too. So make sure you let them know about it and that listening is much easier than picking amazing things over other amazing things. Not an easy task. We'll be back next week with the Sifties, part one of the Sifties next week, uh, the Sif Pop Awards. It is award season in January for us, and we're going full force with two Sifty episodes uh, before we head back into reviewing stuff in February. So we'll see you then. Thanks. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.